All right, so you're curious about how how other people think. Are you curious about how you think and better understanding your own personal thoughts, or only in others? Mostly in others. It doesn't take like I, I've I've done a lot of introspection, so I'm not. I understand myself pretty well. I would say more so than an average person who doesn't spend a lot of time trying to figure themselves out, for sure. What's been the most interesting thing you found out about psychology? The most interesting thing I found out, like, in my time of, like... like yeah, like, your own personal kind of in-depth search into, you know, psychology and understanding how people think. What's been the the most interesting thing, or maybe just an interesting thing that you thought that, you know, really I piqued would, your interest? For me, it would be how quickly humans pick up habits like you're saying it could be something completely new to you but within before the end of a of a 24-hour day you will now have this new thing that you do unconsciously that you've only seen probably five times yeah you know and then it can it may or may not continue yeah that's probably yeah. the craziest thing for me that i that comes to mind when it comes to the human mind in general is how quickly we just kind of adapt to picking up something yeah and we're so quick to stop good habits but the bad habits just linger i mean oh no <laughs> they oh just no. they just stick around and then roll a little steady now okay okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no but like like okay look, look there on the red flag red flag <laughs> <laughs> yeah for real no but like a good uh-huh. habit can okay let's say somebody goes to the gym yeah and then that's the thing they're picking up. Mm-hmm. They're they're much, they're they're easily able to just stop that because it's a hard thing to do. But I mean, it's kind of obvious. A bad habit's easier to, you know, to do consistently. So that's why I kind of. So, uh, I would it's, it's when it comes to like building habits, I w- I would think arriving somewhere is the easy part. It's the doing the task at hand once you get there. You know what I'm saying? Doing what you plan to do. That's definitely the hard part of the task. I can go to the gym every single day, right? Let's say for the first week, I have a lack of motivation to go, right? And I just want to get my foot through the door. Okay, so now I go to the gym every single day, right? Monday through Sunday. And I just show up. Now, it's not a bad start. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you got to get through the door. So I feel like the best way to go about things when you're just starting them, honestly, isn't to take baby steps. It's just a step into it. Yeah. A great example is like addiction, right? When people are addicted to something, you, they don't continue to get in a drug in small doses. Yeah, they take it just, in huge. Like you just, you know, you're just cut cold turkey right then and there. Mm-hmm. This is the end of their addiction. You got to fight, you know, through all the um, withdrawals and things of that nature. So I, th- I, I like to look at it the same way. If this is how yeah. you get over addiction, it's how it should start you know, something positive. Yeah, and, and like a healthy habit. Exactly, yes. and hopefully it becomes addicting to me in the same way that other thing was. I really like your thought about just showing up and getting into the door because it's like um, one of the best books on habits, uh, Atomic Habits. There's a story he was talking about in there where somebody was, I think they were over 300 pounds and they were, you know, struggling to be consistent in the gym. So what they did was, and it sounds kind of silly, but it worked for this person. Mm-hmm. They went to the gym and their whole purpose was to, co- you know, walk in and then work out for literally five minutes. So he'd work out for five minutes and then he'd walk out the door and then the next day, five minutes. And then over time, he realized that, OK, you know, while I'm here, <laughs> you know, I might as well just not do my warm up set. And, the, you know, he like kind of realized, OK, I'm here Maybe I'll do 10 minutes and then 15 minutes and then 20. And then it catapulted over time. And I think he lost like 100 some pounds just by doing that. But it's super sick because like, mm-hmm. like you said, you just walk through the door. All you have to do is get there. Because I mean, most people are going to walk, you know, if they're in there, they're, they're going to, you know, realize that they might as well just get started. Mm. You know, they're yeah. not just going to walk right, right back out the door. I mean, yeah. some might. I mean, it's but. possible. Yeah. You look, you go in, look. Well, made it to the gym. <laughs> yeah. Time to come and go hey, home. And posted a picture. Hey, I'm at the gym. Man, what do my mom has for dinner? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, no, for real. <laughs> but no, like as long as you get through the door, and that's with anything, any habit, as long as you kind of start it, then, you know, there's a high percentage of, you know, there's a high percentage chance you're going to continue it. Yeah, for sure. 
for sure. It's like but um, it's, but I think like I said, it's like um, but what is it? Oftentimes, it's something negative that gets you there in the first place, though. You know? Yeah. Like someone, like someone, something makes you feel like your lowest, and then you have to, you know, that's when you want to get to your high, and which I, which is sad. You, know, you think about it, that you have to be destroyed a little bit. You know what I'm saying? As an individual, you, like have, to you have to be slaughtered. Like <laughs> something, something that has to wreck you. Mm-hmm. Quite possibly, not every time, but <clears throat> for most gym, go- like I won't say most, but there's a there's a large community of people that go to the gym that kind of fed off that dark side of themselves. There's an underlying reason that got them yeah. in there. A demon. Whereas for me, it was just like I did this when I was in high school. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like yeah, might as well continue. <clears throat> Need <to see> those <laughs> yeah. guys in there, look hooded up. Yeah, hat. Jacket sweats, they never take it off. Whole workout, they just yeah. go, they're fighting going, demons going through it. And I'm just like, hope, hope he makes it home okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> what kind of got me in there was I got called skinny a lot. Yeah, and then of course, it leads into those thoughts of, mm-hmm. Am I skinny? Well, I see my ribs, you know what I mean? <laughs> no matter what I do or what I use, you know, but I guess it was a little deeper than that, too. Obviously. You know, maybe sports got me into it too, yeah. but I would say, yeah, like like you said, you have an underlying reason. Yeah, that kind of gets you in there. I was always heavier, but I, I was I was really <laughs> I was really good at hiding it. Yeah. Like, how do I say this? Like, I had like I have stretch marks, like you know what I'm saying, all, all over hips, fucking in in my arm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when I was younger, though, <laughs> like even when I was in middle school, despite me being <laughs> fat, right. I didn't look like I was fat. Yeah, I looked like a normal person, but it looked but the way that the way the fat set on my body made it look like I didn't working out or something. <laughs> like had, James Harden. Like you know, just, just it just <laughs> yeah. looks good, for, you know, from what I'm saying. But eventually, you know, it's like the only person that called me fat, like honestly, was my dad. Oh <laughs> I would, man, I would come home. Yeah, he would be like, he would. He would look at me and be like, "You see those stress marks on your arms? Oh, because <laughs> you're fat." <laughs> Oh my goodness! I'm not kidding. My mom has been the only one to tell me when I'm look slipping me, too. He, he looked me dead in my eyes. Stop being so fat, oh. <laughs> eating all the food in the house. <laughs> you <laughs> would have had those stress marks. Yeah, running up my grocery bill. Come on he was, now. He was a savage when it came to my weight. That was probably that was probably the main thing. Don't you kind of appreciate that though, in a way? I mean, maybe not say it's so harsh, but like I mean, it didn't get me to start working out though. Yeah, I, it just hurt. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> Did you want to eat more? Just, no, no, I mean, yeah. I was a kid, so there's there wasn't much of a thought process. Yeah, it was just yeah. like, I'm fat. <laughs> you yeah. know, Dad said it got to be. <laughs> yeah. Guess but I'm no. fat now. But pretty much, yeah. just just the simplest thought um, of of you know what he's saying. I didn't really. Sometimes you're too young to digest information, you know. So that's pretty much what it did for me. Then I got to high school, and okay, I got friends who do sports now, so. To, to interact with these people more and I started doing sports you know that's just how it went for me my mom was the only one to ever she's actually she is the only one that's ever like like but she would do it so subtly like in a nice mom way she'd come up to me yep I'm like what like she's like you're kind of slipping a little bit. Oh. I'm like, what? Are you? <laughs> what is <this?"> <laughs> no, she would say things like that. Oh, like, my, oh, my mom had, so there was one time it was one time me and my mom were on um we were riding the city bus right i'm sitting next to her my mom looks over at my thighs <laughs> okay and this is it's super funny i don't she know said, damn she, she was like she was like <laughs> oh, <laughs> she no. took, and no. then she goes on to say <laughs> Damn boy, what the fuck happened? Like, what the, when the hell your thighs get so big? <laughs> and look, I'm just looking. <laughs> I was like, I was like, like you know, once again, you know, because when you're the person in the body of that's that's being observed, it's hard for you to notice things until they're brought to your attention. Oh, and then you see it like it like now now I'm this black big, and white. You, you know see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm this huge thigh child. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that, so. I'm the thunder thigh. Well, just yeah. literally just yeah. look at my pants just scraping together. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, she, that, that brought to my attention that uh, my thighs are huge. Yeah. I, yeah, I was just like, All right, I guess it's another thing I got to do. I'm fat and my thighs are humongous. <laughs> that makes you think like, <laughs> I wish there was a way. I know there's probably some way, but I wish there was like a 100% accurate way to see 
how other people view you and your appearance. That would be so such an interesting thing. <laughs> I know you might scare you, but oh my god! But I saw this study one time where they say that we look like some percentage better than we think we do. Like tw- like it was like some percentage well, more attractive than we think we actually are. So I only think I'm attractive with my shirt off. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? I don't think my <laughs> face. literally. I don't think my yeah. face is enough. <laughs> yeah. I feel like once the like once you show, man, once you show more of my, my assets, face is you not know enough. What I'm saying? It's not enough. I gotta, I gotta go a little further. I gotta <laughs> show like, my ass. I gotta, I, you know, so I gotta hold another bag on me. Yeah. You just can't see right now. <laughs> Wait till I get this hoodie off. That's hilarious. But, you said I don't think my face is enough. But it's just, it's just how I naturally am though. Cause, cause I wasn't like when I was in school, I wasn't the, the most. Like I wasn't chasing girls, right? So for me, it was just. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it, I always had that thought, like, "Damn, what?" <laughs> you didn't even know where am I sitting? <laughs> like, you right know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't know where I was. Mm-hmm. So, and and then you know, eventually I did start talking. You know, because like, it's a natural occurrence. You know, you start talking to girls at some point. And, but yeah, over time, I I, I still because it's like embedded in you. You know, you can't you can't beat those thoughts that are like that you've that you've had for a long time. They're just a part of who you are at some point. Even some stupid, like, thought that somebody put in your head, like, in high school about your appearance, they'll stick around for a little bit. Obviously not now. I mean, we're... I would say... Like, those thoughts kind of... The worst, and I mean the worst person. Like, okay, let's talk about nicknames in the family real quick. All right. so So, obviously, nicknames in the family, in a family setting... They don't come from a place of kindness. No, it's like straight we're, hate. We're looking it's, at your worst asset. <laughs> yeah, and we're pointing it out. <laughs> and we're calling. You. Yeah, exactly. And we're calling you that for the rest of our known lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my nickname when I was younger was Big Nose, right? My grandma gave me that nickname, and everybody like around would call just me just straight up Big Nose. Yeah, that was it. Just <laughs> grandma, grandma just yeah. She said it. She just <laughs> yeah. She didn't have a second thought about it. Just this is who you are. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, it just came. And every right time, out I, of it. but but I love it because every time my grandma sees me, hey, big nose, you know, and, and yeah. you know, it's like. <laughs> but even though, it's like, it, it's like endearment coming from her. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like that's my. You know what I'm saying? That's my grandma calling me like that. Yeah. You know, it's, I don't know. It's just it just you're, it brings like, comfort. You're like that's my little nose. Like is that. That's, yeah. You're bugging. <laughs> <laughs> but my point being, <laughs> my point being, it's like it's like a it's it's like endearment, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I, I I can't describe it, but I think it's just because of who it's coming from. Mostly, that's like I know this person cares for me dearly. So, mm-hmm. yeah, grandmas can get away with a lot. They can call you anything. They really, really can. It's whatever they want, and you just gotta look. Love yeah, you, love you, grandma. <laughs> She's, yeah. she's roasting you. <laughs> to to go back um to go back to habits a little bit, um, and kind of more in depth from things that I, I read in that book, uh Atomic Habits, mm-hmm. they had one or he had one amazing point about kind of how to start a habit faster mm-hmm. and how to make it stick. It was called habit stacking. I don't know if you're aware of it or not. First time hearing it. So habit stacking is basically if there's something that you already do consistently, mm-hmm. you basically make the the second habit you're trying to add really visible while you're doing the first habit. So for example, obviously you should be so you know everybody should be brushing their teeth at night, right? Naturally. And let's <laughs> and let's say you know you want to read ten pages of a book a day. Mm. So let's say you know in the morning you brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. But before bed, you want to read your book, so you you put out the book. So that way, when you come home for the day, the book's right next to the the, the toothbrush, and it's like visible, mm-hmm. you know. And then you see it kind of in your head. I ain't gonna lie. Huh? I look at that book and be like, <laughs> man, close that book. <laughs> he said, yeah, never mind. Brush my goddamn teeth. No, but obviously that's something that can happen. But I just mean like for sake of conversation, it's like definitely something that makes it you know more helpful. It and sounds, I, it sounds legit though. I think I think because it would be like, what's preventing you now? Yeah. So it's definitely yeah, it's definitely because then you're just like an asshole if you just right. take the book and you know you throw bought it in all your books. Yeah. 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 So it's like a really good tip. I've done it a few times with things and it really helps. But yeah, it's been um, it's been a really helpful tip. So you you talk about how you used to be heavier, mm-hmm. 
Um, Big boy. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, when you first started, you know, getting into the gym, like, yeah. what was that whole process like? Like, what what were some things that you think you made mistakes in? So honestly, I didn't even start my fitness journey in in the weight room. Uh, I started off cross country first. Mm-hmm. So I was a runner first. So it was really like I I didn't even, I didn't have a desire to lose weight or anything of that nature. I just my friends run. Yeah. So, so I, you wanted I, to run too, I run yeah. Too. And then from there, it's just like the weight naturally came off because we were doing, you know, miles and stuff. And then, you know, your natural competitor starts to come out. And now you're now you're progressively getting better for the for the competition and what you're doing and to be with your friends at the top at those at the higher levels if you get there. Yeah. But then eventually, um uh I started wrestling. <laughs> and uh there are guys whose legs I could not move. <laughs> Like trees. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. And I um I was like, Yeah, this is not this is not gonna be me the yeah. entire four years. So yeah. That was one of the inspirations for getting stronger though. Uh being weaker than someone else. <laughs> yeah, no. You had to be around people yeah. that are stronger. But it wasn't yeah. it wasn't just like how do I say? Like I mean I my dad had us do, you know, things when we were younger, but they didn't stick. You know, eventually I just stopped doing them entirely, whatever, you know, push-ups or whatever it was, just on your own free time. There's just things I didn't continue to do. But, yeah, as I got older and as you get into that sport world, that's what inspired me to be physically better. So I could compete at those highest levels if, if I, you know, had the prowess to do so. So, uh, and then eventually, you know, uh, my wrestling coach talked to me, uh, Babcock, um, he had his he had a he had a book of all his exercises, um, skull crushers and things like that. They break like you know the amount of th- you know thirty seconds in between. He told me I remember he, I remember exactly what he told me. He was like, make sure you stay dedicated to the rest times and all that stuff because you don't understand why he didn't even have to tell me why. But later on, when you think about why he's telling you this, because it's because that rest is necessary and it's the optimum amount for the you know to continue the tearing the muscle so it can yeah. Go. And um, yeah, and so you can perform the next set, yeah, at the same performance as the one before. Yeah, yeah. So he really, he really gave me the blueprint on when it came to weightlifting, and um, inspired me to continue to do so. Kind of, how do I say? Like, he just, he just started the, like he started laying the bricks down the road for me to yeah. walk on. Yeah. Yeah. Never, and then I just took over at some point. I think. Um, I had two mistakes when I first started. And the first one was actually, I guess, three. One, not really having a plan mm-hmm. and just kind of going to the gym and just yeah, grabbing whatever. Happens. And then and then let's say when I did start having a plan mm-hmm. and it was like a chest day, I'm doing every chest machine. <laughs> I'm benching. I'm pushing. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing but, everything possible. But that's my chest day. Yeah. So like now, I feel like there are, there are exceptions. There are exceptions. Yeah. yeah. I just think I've seen more growth doing less movements and just performing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I go ahead. I was just messing with you. <laughs> like I see. <laughs> I see more. You know, improvements doing less movements at a high level. Yeah. High intensity. Mm-hmm. And when I say less movements, it's like you know four to six. You know, I'm not really doing too many movements, but mm-hmm. just at an extremely high intensity mm-hmm. than when I was doing, you know, so many different exercises in one day. And, like, I start to die at the end of the workout. Yeah. So, like, half the workout is not even at a high intensity. Because you, you can perform it to, you know, I understand. I understand. For me, honestly, I just, I like, my, my favorite thing to do when I'm working out is just to go heavy. Yeah, it's it's just what's where I'm comfortable at. I you know, where I love the resistance and what feels in it, because it just inspires me to go heavier. Obviously, it's not the best thing to do every time. So every session, I'm not going as heavy as possible, but the majority of the time, I am doing a kind of a progressive overload type of workout, and then I just then then I always do drop sets down from that peak weight that I get to of whatever many amount of reps I can get done, like five or whatever the case may be. Down to going to re- down to lower weights, and I'm now doing like probably eight to ten of those. Yeah, 
and I tend to do a lot of so um, I don't know what you would call it but, uh, pause reps I start to do a lot of pause reps too so like I come down from like a I'll come down from 315 all the bench yeah down, yeah down to 225 and I'll do pause reps and I'll just yeah and I'll probably hold it for like 10 seconds maybe 10 15 seconds something like that come up and I'll do like maybe five or six of those drop down to 135 same thing and that's basically what my bench looks like on like a um a day that I'm focusing on like a time and attention do you have any days where you're just doing you're focusing more on you know a higher higher repetitions than going you know ultra heavy and low reps or is that something you don't really have in your so in your program I do do that but it's not as often because I care more about my one-off lift, so my PR lift, yeah, than my, um, the like my physical appearance. Just come came naturally with the the work I put in, yeah. So my aesthetic is like it's just it's really just a part of me working so hard to get to higher weights. <laughs> like yeah, you're saying you don't really include a day where you know you're doing higher reps because you know in the search for you know growing your strength you're growing your physique yeah. that way i just i just i just like to power lift honestly yeah but obviously muscle conditioning is something that i do work on or so i won't be able to do the numbers i'm doing but yeah. yeah it's not it's not the part that excites me most so it's not the part that i'm most critical about i'm most critical about the form the technique of the lift how do i look my positioning and all that stuff and then you know the execution of that weight that i'm trying to get to I like switching it up sometimes too, cause like, like you were saying, drop sets and mm -hmm. things like that. Because, you know, for a period of time you can go heavy and that's great. Yeah, you know, it's great. And then you know sometimes if you have like a week where you kind of lower the weight a little bit, mm -hmm. and you're just focusing more on on reps and form and everything, like it really shocks the muscles. And then your you know your body. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but shock the muscles is hilarious because I remember. I don't know. It does. It shocks that, them. There was that meme. You know, there was the thing. That there was a time where people were like, "You got to really shock the muscles," and they'll just be, they'll go from like a tricep to like a squat or something. You know, like, <laughs> no. Have you ever seen those videos? <laughs> no. It was super funny. But you're saying somebody throws like a random superset yeah, in just there, just a random exercise like, in to be like triceps to to squat to yeah, just nonsense. Hamstrings, yeah. It's, just, it's funny though. It was funny. Sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. No, man, it's like... Um, <laughs> Shock the muscles. <laughs> sometimes it's like... Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but sometimes it's, it's good to switch it up a little bit because it yeah. shocks the muscles. Bet they won't see this coming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you get to see them, they're like this. Look, they, get, they get scared. <laughs> is, is that a real curl? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about? Um, so you've told me in the past before that our that our age diet is not necessarily an so, important thing for you. So I literally eat whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all, all the time. Yeah, and um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm so when I hit 25, I know, I know I need to chill out. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's when that's when it's like I right, get a little get a little heavier these days. Yeah, stuff starting to sit D where it, it didn't you sit. You know what I'm saying? Dial it back. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think I think at 23, I don't see a reason for me to be on a super crazy diet. I I get abs on accident. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Even when I'm not doing a cut, just just you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's I, I, there's no point for me to be on this super crazy diet. Now, would it make me perform better? That argument will always be there. But it's like I said, I just don't see a point if if I just get in the calories anyway. You know, yeah. like you need your protein there. I'm a carb guy anyway. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> carbs I'm are cheap. a carb guy. Like, carbs are cheaper than protein. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, uh, yeah, I'm definitely. Yeah, but you still. I see it. Even in conversation with though with you though, you yeah. still understand a calorie deficit you understand For a calorie sure. surplus yeah. so i think like you're still mindful of that oh, yeah i have you, you have to pay attention because you can't just a little go, bit yeah, yeah you can't just go too far off because then you're like you just start cramming down you know any food, yeah. now you're this this hulking it's just you can't yeah. see your muscles anymore you're just able to do these crazy lifts <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no for for me 
that was going to be my third mistake I made going into the gym mm-hmm. was I really, you know, I didn't have any mind on protein I was eating or anything like that. And I guess just with my physique and just my personal, you know, journey with it, um, I didn't see as crazy of growth until I started tracking my my macros and you know now i you know i kind of eat the same thing so i'm not really sitting there tracking them all the time if i were to go on a cut Mm -hmm. then you know i would definitely do it but um just for me man it's like like last year i was about 179 pounds and i decided to track my my calories and it was like the weight just shut up shut off like quickly Mm. just by tracking them so it's like a really helpful thing but you know we're not as blessed as <laughs> as Dante over here, <laughs> smacking whatever he wants. It just has a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not. I, I am prone to weight gain, so yeah, I do put on weight super easily. It's just like I am moderately. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm going. You know, like you said earlier, I can't just go crazy. I'm still conscious of what I'm eating. It's just that I don't see a reason for me not to eat ice cream when I want to eat ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> that's still like you're enjoying your food. You know what I mean? That's still like a positive thing. Yeah. Like you don't have, you're not just destroying food, but you, if you like food and you enjoy it while you're my also working disagrees. out. Huh? Not, my mother disagrees with your last statement. What was <laughs> that? Not just destroying food. <laughs> she don't think. Oh, no, man. Listen, my mom, my mom used to say, <laughs> She used to come home from work and be like, I can't have shit in this motherfucking house. Because <laughs> it's gone? <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> That's and what I, my mom said, too. And then, even, and then I was, a, I was a, real, I'm a real fat kid. Mm. I would call <laughs> my mom at work. <laughs> and say what? Like, I'd be home and I'd be like, hey, mom, there's this box in here. What's in it? <laughs> oh, I, like, like I some, haven't even looked in it like yet. Like some food she got ready or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. And I, and, and I call her. <laughs> <laughs> you said I was a real fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be like, she'd be like, Oh my God! You can have it. <laughs> she she and, knows you're gonna and, eat it anyway. And she be complaining coming off the phone, like oh, she's still on the phone. Man, I I really wanted to have it. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Did she ever start hiding stuff from you? Oh, of course. She was hiding stuff from me since I was since I was like five. <laughs> no, hiding food. Yeah. Oh yeah, my really? mom. No joke. <laughs> my mom started hiding food from me too. And my my dad hated it. He's like, he, he, he was fed up <laughs> about about you eating or about, about, my, about me? Yeah, about me eating. He be yeah. like, <laughs> which is why we always get the fat remarks from him. Yeah, <laughs> he'd always be like, "Y'all do nothing except for coming here and eat every day." <laughs> <laughs> but, Just mowing through the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was me, my brother, and my sister. My sister really wasn't that crazy. It was just me, and my brother. They were just devourers. Yeah. Well, how many? P- so you have how many siblings again? Um, not including me, five. So how many were in the house? Uh, so my mom has two kids by my dad, which is me and my sister, and one not by him, which is my older brother. Oh, so the three of you guys lived in the house. Mm-hmm. So you and your brother were just you guys just, <laughs> just going, going crazy, crazy. Just going crazy, and and well, uh, how do I say? Plus they were so my mom and dad were always like you know away from home, so whatever. So there'd be a few hours in between where it's just free for all. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not here to tell us no. No, they're here to tell us yes. So we just go go yes and eat whatever we want. Yeah. And that typically was how it went. They just come home mad. <laughs> to go back to you, you know, your, your workout journey, mm-hmm. when did you really start to see, like, not just, you know, newbie gains, but when did you really start to see, like, a massive amount of growth? So, like, how um, how do you think long that took you? There's actually a post on my Instagram when I was a junior that I archived because <laughs> I was I was I was still shy, and I posted it with me shirtless, um, and that's when I um, really started to settle into the when I was you know the lifts and stuff. That's when the progress really started showing physically, and I um, but like I said, I'm super shy, so it, it takes a lot for me to post something like that. Yeah, so. Even now, you know, like, I'll if 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 I'm having fun, I can let go of the nerves. You know, I'd be like, oh, I'm not shy about it. But for the most part, um, it takes it takes a, a decent amount of um, of like confidence for me to put it out there because I'd rather 
I'd rather not. <laughs> is it like a thing? Like you feel like what you're doing is not that crazy, or is it really just a shy? It's just how I am as a person. Like I'm not. For example, I'm not approaching a girl. That's not something you're gonna see me do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, and uh, you know, and like as, as crazy as it might sound, I'm just. It's just not something that's gonna happen with me. It's like it's not yeah. who I am. I, it just won't happen. I, I, I can't do it probably. <laughs> yeah. Like even if even if they give you a green light, yeah, I'm probably still not gonna do it. But I'll be like, good to know I had a shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you know had a saying? chance. Good to know. Make good, a mental note of that. Good to know I'm like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, she like more shy. organic. How you like how things happen more organically? Yeah, naturally. Um, not 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 saying as a male I don't like pursuing, but for the most part, it takes. A decent amount for me to put myself out there so you know when i when and if i do it's always like you know special for me i think you should put yourself out there more man no <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> no but like so so you're saying around junior year you uh yeah, that's when they really start showing because i had worked out for the i know I, <laughs> I, 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 I have been working out for the entire summer and um uh, yeah i just that's when my traps really start setting in and you know, shirt started sticking up. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. That's when people really start saying, like, you know, they really start talking about my size, like, yeah, the way I was really built. And now, you know, it's crazy. I don't know if I told you this or not. I think I mentioned something. Him and I were at the gym together, and <laughs> I introduced you to a few people, and then mm. uh, some guy like asked you to to move over because he was grabbing something and there was just multiple people that talked to you in the gym like the first time you were there and i i don't know why i was like being so observant of this every single one of them called you big dog (laughs) (laughs) i don't even know what you're talking about it was a time in the gym and it was so crazy it's like everybody in there called you big dog it was like seven people okay i just thought that was funny it was like (laughs) that's funny and and you don't even realize sometimes no i don't don't, you don't even ever think about it (laughs) But no, so like, um, junior year. So then, I thought you, you mentioned to me before that there was like a switch though in your in your routine. And uh, I don't. Maybe in terms of the was it the frequency and like the amount of times you were going or was it? It it, it wouldn't I wouldn't say it was just the mindset the mindset change. So um, I stopped just using what my coach gave me and I started reading. And Finding stuff on your own instead of yeah. taking it a little more serious, but that didn't really happen until I was in the army and I was on my first deployment, and and we had um we had like a uh like I don't know what to call them they're like just these big tents, and one of the tents was like a weight training tent you know we had bench press squat rack all that good stuff in there, and um yeah that's when I really started uh looking into the stuff because. Honestly, nothing else, nothing better to do. You know, yeah. I was a cook, so a cook, or you pull guard, or listen there, call loved ones. You know, outside of that, <laughs> yeah, outside of those couple of things, yeah, not that, really that's much really going all on. I had. And then, you know, yeah. I'm not calling loved ones every day. I hate doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because it's a chore. I, I'm not saying I don't love you know family and you know all that good stuff, but stuff it can become a chore, especially when you're. When you're overseas, and then you know they tell you, make sure you call your family, talk to them, let you know you're okay. But it's tedious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, how's it going? Yeah, going what down you, the list, calling everybody. What you yeah. do today? Mm-hmm. And you know exactly what I'm doing. All right. First of all, I'm doing nothing. Yeah. I'm finna go lift these weights. Then I'm probably gonna go to sleep, go do my job, and repeat the cycle. The next. Know. Yeah. Whatever amount of days. Yeah, pretty much. And, you know, you just, you just hope nothing crazy happens or depending on who you are, you do. But, yeah, um, that's pretty much how that, 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 you know, that side of that deployment goes went for me. Just studying how to get in better shape. And, yeah. Do you think um, in the military it's hard to not be so locked in? Like when you're when you're in it, it seems like everybody's really in it mentally. Like their their mind won't let them go anywhere so. else. I will say, <laughs> it's funny. this is super funny. So uh, I would say it's the opposite. You think it's the opposite? It's really easy. It's really easy to not be locked in, like yeah, to bullshit. <laughs> think about everything else. Like, like, cause it's like, 
because down to the core of what we're doing, most of our jobs aren't that difficult. And like, you know, I'm just being honest. Like, yeah, I just have to pick a job with the worst hours. Like, God, I should have picked another job. <laughs> yeah. But point being, it's not like it's not like it's it's so taxing on the mind all the time. It's really not not in your regular day. Not if you're not training, which is really the 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 the, the bulk of the strain, you know, which is what it's supposed to be in the first place. That's what the training is for. Um, outside of the training, though, no, your job is it's easy. It's it's super easy. Super reasonable things are happening now there are sometimes you're gonna get some bs where it's like let's say your sergeant is like uh we gotta go do this this and this right and these tasks that they're asking you to do seem a little stupid (laughs) (laughs) and so so you as a soldier you might be like well can we do this way or that way or then they'll just they'll just look at you like no (laughs) (laughs) it's like absolutely not it's like so we're just gonna throw convenience out the door yeah (laughs) and but you know sometimes so that's just how it is though you know that's the best way, that's the best way i can say it you just got to do things the way you're told more often than not yeah now but they'll but they'll still cuss you out for not being smart so it's like let's say they give you a task and they tell you to do it and you have and you have easier options to do this task but you're you, sometimes you're so used to just doing what you're told as you're told yeah that you just do it the hard way oh i see you you're know saying, saying now you saying like later on or like when you're like later on like like when you're in let's say you've been in for a year, you you'll just you like you'll just still be barely coming out of, you know what I'm saying that that um, the process of thinking for yourself in like because you're so used to being what's told yeah you're you're kind of gaining that back because mm. because your NCO is gonna get sick and tired of your bullshit <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're gonna get tired of being stupid they're gonna yeah. be like they're gonna be like all right. You know what to do. Stop acting. You know, stop acting yeah, so brain exactly. dead. Yeah. And go do it this way. Like you know, the easier way. You don't have to do it that way. Like yeah. I understand that's how so and so did it, but you you have the ability to do it this smart way. Like all your all kind of people, turn you loose a little bit. Yeah, all the people in charge of you are gonna be assholes all the time. But um, yeah, like they'll just they'll like over time. They'll, once you're in for a minute, you're like okay, we're gonna start giving you responsibilities. And plus, you don't have a choice because your promotions are going to come regardless of what you want. Yeah. So you have to improve. So I, that that's the most terrifying part about that system. Yeah. It's even if you don't want it, you, you have to. Like, you they have give it to. to you. Yeah. You don't have a choice. And then you definitely want your leadership to look like idiots. So, mm-hmm. yeah. On top of that. So, yeah. It's definitely. um, But the, that system works despite what you may dislike about it. If you're to people that are in currently or whatever, that that forced progression is necessary for you to be great, and it just it just works out. Do you think the military is kind of like the golden, I guess, place to like form and build habits, or do you think like some of the things don't <laughs> oh, don't really fuck, last? No, it's not the golden place. You don't think, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're I just probably. mean I just mean like you. You know what I mean? They you're so structured. You're probably get like, the worst habits of your life in there. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't if you don't drink, smoke, whatever, yeah. Hey, you gonna start the day. <laughs> yeah. But point, I, I mean, I don't smoke, but while I was in, I did pick up vaping, right? Yeah. I didn't do it for that long. Probably like uh maybe maybe five months I was vaping yeah. consistently and then I was just like you know, eh. Then I got out and I did it a little bit longer, maybe a month or two. Literally a month or two after I got out, I was like, "Yeah, I'm done with this. It's not. It's not necessary. It's just a distraction." So I dropped that. I do do the occasional drink um, socially. I, I never drink at home. Um, there's, but yeah. Do you think? Uh, dude's going crazy. Right <laughs> yeah, <now. laughs> yeah, dude's going wild. <laughs> do you think? Dude's the dog, by the way. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude's my dog. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you think is why do you think people pick up habits like that in the military? Just kind of socially, everybody's kind of younger. It's just like it's normal. Not, it's just to survive what you're going through. Mm. Honestly, it's it's high coping. Stress. Yeah, like in in a it's it's a, it becomes a social thing as well. My boy's doing it. It's helping him relax. It might help me. Yeah. It's also a terrible way to look at life because <laughs> yeah. you can pick up some crazy things <laughs> yeah. living that way. Oh, he's jumping off a bridge. <laughs> but it made him relax. Hey, hey, yeah. I'm going to say, my man jumped off a bridge. <laughs> I'm jumping too. But, yeah. look, <laughs> but, but definitely, um, 
definitely do your best to think for yourself. And um, despite how stressful that may be, you gotta, you have to, you have to have your own thought process and your own way of viewing things, or else you're just gonna be a soldier. And despite how negative that may possibly sound, you you gotta be more than a soldier. You're saying even everyday people. You're saying you're kind of using it as like analogy, like yeah, yeah. If you're not aware of your own thoughts and behaviors, you you're kind of just a slave to them, and it goes with your emotions too. Yeah. If you're just constantly, you know, every emotion just drives how the rest of your day goes, or your month, or yeah. you know, I your mean, year. So I mean, there's a saying that I picked up from my drill sergeant. Um, I'll never forget his name, and the reason I won't forget this motherfucker's name. <laughs> Because he'll be like, you want to report me? And then he would, he would say his name, and he'd be like, Mike Echo Tango Zulu, right? <laughs> Fucking Mets. <laughs> oh, the I Mets. I will never forget. Yeah. No, that's his name. Oh, Dr- Mets. Dr- 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 Mets. Yeah. I will never forget his fucking name because he kept saying that bullshit. <laughs> he, would, he would only say that with his name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm he, saying like that every single time he said his name, he would say so that. Anytime he was like, if you want, if he, he would always say it the same way. If you want to report me, so and so, Mike Echo Tango Zulu, and and he he said it enough for me for it to piss me off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I'll never forget it. <laughs> yeah. So now, now it's just stuck like, in your brain. I, I'm gonna be like 90 years old. Yeah. Fucking Mike Echo Tango. Zulu. Mike Echo Tango Zulu. <laughs> like you yeah. don't say anything. Like what does that mean? Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's fucking don't. But yeah, that's, that's yeah, just stupid stuff. But he but the saying he would say is, it does what what it's told. Right, it's it's a mm-hmm. it's one of the things he repeated wow. all the time. Is it, yeah. it does what it's told, and um, there's nothing easier than than that, just doing what they're told. It's the easiest thing ever. So if you tell yourself, you know, you're saying so if you tell yourself these positive things, like you're gonna do what what well, you're the, almost. So I, I I there are there are points where I, I why depending on that saying where I was just like, because it bring me down from like a, a, a emotion. I'm sorry, a, a situation that'll have me like this emo- emotional kind of outrage. Like, like, yeah. like this is stupid. I don't want to do this. Yeah. But then I'll hear that in my head and be like, it does what it sells. Yeah. And it'll bring you back. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's why I think it's so important for everybody to be self-aware. Yeah. You, you have to. Cause, because, um, it's, it's when, it's when you're self-aware that you're, that you're your best able to motivate yourself because mm-hmm. you understand yourself you know you know you know what it takes for you to get there it's when you don't know that life becomes hard that everything seems like a drag and a struggle because you can't find out why yeah everything why, seems you know like somebody else's fault or something yeah. else's fault besides exactly. your own fault and it's just your it's your lack of understanding of self yeah sure it's got to be self-awareness and accountability yeah you know in the same it's got to be gathered by everybody mm-hmm. i think because it's just a huge way to improve your life and um going back to working out a little bit <laughs> what what do you think you would say to somebody that kind of struggles to get in there because i know you say it's not a hard thing for you and you so, didn't really have to think about it but sometimes it is hard for people and so they can't people, get in the gym so people who it's hard for they just lack the motivation to do so understandably it's not it's probably new to them or they, or they haven't been this consistent before with something outside of something that that they use positive like gaming or yeah eating out somewhere you know or just some type of moment that brings them some type of peace i would tell them um just start i, I know i know there's there, there's you know there're going to be hard moments in there but if you never start You'll never achieve anything. Yeah. And to never know is ultimate fail. So you have to begin. And go from there. So like even like that small example I gave earlier of just five minutes. Yeah. Even if it's one push up, then the next day you do two push ups. Like there's there's you're just not and you just keep increasing. There's not this crazy psychological thing that you can be told that'll make you get up. You know? It's just it doesn't exist. It's you. Yeah. That's it. That's this why, like, in the same token, we're talking about self-awareness and things like that. If you stop looking at outside circumstances mm-hmm. as the reason of why you're not getting in the gym, like, oh, you don't have time because your job, or, oh, you don't have time because, 
of you know this circumstance or this i think once people eliminate all of those self you know induced excuses then it kind of opens up your mind a little bit to just doing things i guess more consistently instead mm-hmm. of kind of being trapped in your own your own thoughts yeah that's that's a definitely a really important thing for me honestly it i know i know somebody wants to hear that you know um doesn't get to the gym consistently but for me it was kind of a more simple thing too but i would say what keeps you going there on days that you don't want to do that you don't want to go is because yes in the moment you know skipping the gym mm-hmm. you know it feels nice oh you know i get to rest but if you kind of think it think about it more in a future sense of like okay i'm hurting my future self by just a brief moment of satisfaction you know just a brief moment of mm-hmm. relax relaxation when you can relax after the gym you know what i mean so sure. it's, it's just like about not sacrificing things just for a brief moment of you know i guess happiness or dopamine from mm-hmm. from just skipping yeah I honestly i'm at the point with my gym gym experience where if i don't go to the gym you feel weird i just have this abundance of of like urge mm-hmm. <laughs> to get up and go yeah like i'll just be chilling i'll be like let's say i like even like i usually go to the gym super late you know um if i cannot hold out <laughs> to go to at a later time i'll just be like yep go right now <laughs> yeah. just get up and go. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's 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 literally a, it's a struggle for me now. It's not, in you now. Yeah. To not go and do my thing there. And it's probably a part of your day at this point. Honestly, so. and I made so many friends at the gym. Oh, me too. Like yeah. it is insane. It's 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 such a, it's just beautiful. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like I I love going to the gym. It's like you know, it's everybody's at a different level too. No, <laughs> nobody's at the same, I guess you know, um, skill level or yeah. Or, you know, aesthetic-wise, some mm-hmm. people are more beginners than others, but you just make friends with people, and it's, it is a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's amazing. You know what I mean? Because you're all going in there to improve your lives. Like, there are people who I, who are like, when I see them, I, I, I have to speak to them. Like, <laughs> yeah, me I, too. I, I have to yeah. go see this person. Yeah. Cause, or, or they'll see me, and they'll come to me, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just a part of, like, that routine. Like, um, there's a guy named Jay. Um and or another guy that we work with actually named Joseph, super tall, just strong individual. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I every time I see these two individuals, I always I always have a talk to them. Uh, me and me and Josephine, this is the taller guy. Um, whenever whenever we're in the gym together, we always end up working out together. Kind of. <laughs> you like, just kind of slide towards each yeah, other slowly. Yeah. Not, I'm not joking. Like we, yeah, we always end up doing something. Like if he's doing squats and I'm not doing squats, I'd be like, "Let me see what these squats talk about." <laughs> yeah. Like uh, on the day that I PR'd, like, like my last squat that I PR'd with, he PR'd on his squat, and it was it was an arm day. I was I was working, I was working, I was gonna try, yeah, like, you know, my shoulders, all that good stuff. And then uh, they were like, "We're doing legs," and I was like, "We're doing legs." <laughs> yeah, no, you guys aren't doing. Then, we are doing legs. And yeah. Then, uh, yeah, but usually, usually, like even. He'll like, uh, like it's him and another guy whose name I don't know off the top of my head. Um, a shorter, shorter guy, and uh, they'll be they'll walk up to me and I'll just be doing, uh, you know, whatever yeah. curls or benching, and they'll be like, "We do a chest," <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then they'll just end up doing chest. We'll, we'll, we'll go through the whole chest day like together, the entire thing. It's just dope to have that. You that's know? good. It's good competition. Great competition. I wouldn't call it competition because that's not how we, you know, you know what I'm saying. I guess motivation, you know. I mean, I would say motivation more, more so than anything. Because yeah. I'm not, I'm not competing. You know, we're not in that mindset with each other. It's just like, this is my friend. This, is, you know, what yeah. I'm saying? And you're just working out together. It's like, how do I say this? It's like if you're working out with somebody that you like. Like, what's a great example? Like, let's say I'm working out with my sister. I'm not working out to outdo my sister. Mm-hmm. We're trying to improve together. You yeah. know, and that's it. That's where we are. That's what most of my friend groups are. Now, it does, <laughs> it is different because, like, you know, the, the more you work out, the more you see people who don't work out and they have those questions of, like, when I get asked, how do I work out? It's so, at, like, out of the world to me. Because I'm like, how do you not know? 
<laughs> you yeah. know, like how, like what do you mean? She, they was like, I just don't know what to do. Yeah. And my first time hearing this, I couldn't fathom it because I've been doing it so naturally for so yeah. long. You know, I just had this natural ability to put things together like this tears that muscle, like you know, and you know, so you just figure it out on your own, and you don't understand how somebody else has these questions. <laughs> figure that out. I mean, that's a normal thing. I mean, yeah. you, you're just so out of the the beginner stage yeah. that you just your brain can't even think of I, that I, anymore. I just, I've never had that question before. Yeah, I've just because you in, solved it. I just go in and be like, I'm doing legs. Squats. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You just solved the problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So eventually, I did. Eventually, I, I I I came to understanding that I was in the same stage, but I went through it a different way. Whereas they ask. How can I? What, what what do I do? I just go in and I've all and I just kept adding things to my exercises rather than you know what I'm saying. So yeah, it was. I understand the question now, but before yeah. before I couldn't fathom the existence of someone asking me that question. <laughs> Is there any questions that people ask you? Because you, I feel like you're trying to get at like a, a competition stance. Like somebody comes up to you, kind of mm-hmm. trying to compete. Is there any question that somebody's asked you that was kind of just like okay? <laughs> they're just obviously trying to like compete with me is there anything like um, that you i think i'm at a point strength wise where it's kind of hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nobody's challenging you i think it's a little yeah. hard for the, an average person to walk up to me and, and say something that. yeah i don't think they'd go out their way no they. i think it's just because of the amount of weight that i lift but mm-hmm. yeah i mean but i generally haven't i there i used to there used to be uh, a person I was friends with, and he would, like, I'd be benching. He'd walk up and be like, let me hit this. And he yeah. hit it. But now I'm at 315, and he's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my, yeah. My point being, he doesn't walk up to me anymore. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> he's, yeah. He just, I, I, like, not even to say hi. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't, I mean, maybe he was just using me for some form of, you know, validation for himself, which is, I'm not, I, I'm not even mad at that, because I like watching people be happy. You know, like I like what I like. I like when someone does something, performs something, and they receive that um that satisfaction, that euphoria of he, success. He was using the fact that you were in the same. Well, were you guys lifting kind of the same, or you uh, you were still stronger than him at that moment? I was still stronger than him, but yes, yeah, so he was kind of like. I think for him in his head, he he kind of had me as a benchmark. Uh And then and then I kind of excelled past. The mark, yeah, you know, before he got to where I was, and, and now he's salty. I wouldn't say he's, <laughs> I wouldn't say he's salty, but yeah, you know, but we, we don't talk anymore. But yeah, it's just, just I, I've, I guess I've had indirectly, not verbally, but physically, just trying to lift what I lift. Yeah, yeah. There was a there was a guy. I've been trying to figure out what ha- like where he's been because mm-hmm. he would go to the gym in the morning, every single morning, and. Uh, he was super, super uh, motivating for me mm-hmm. because I think I told you about him. He kind of jump rope in between sets. Oh, okay. And yeah, 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 but I mean, not so much for jump. <laughs> the jump roping wasn't the thing that motivated me, but his, his just like his drive, his drive and energy in the gym was so infectious. And like, cause he'd go up to everybody, mm-hmm. you know, say good morning to everybody, you know, maybe say something along the lines mm-hmm. of like, you know hit it hard today or like you know um you're gonna do great like things like mm-hmm. that he'd always say something like positive and energetic in mm-hmm. the morning so when you're walking in at you know five six a.m yeah. and that guy's in there just yeah, bouncing not. around the gym jumping around you're freaking out at that time huh you're not seeing me at that time <laughs> <laughs> no but it's hard to go i'm not leaving <laughs> There's no way. Five, six AM? Anyway, who you think I'm in the waiting right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that's kinda of my point though. It's like yeah. for most people, like even for me, sometimes mm-hmm. and that's kind of the consistent time I go is, you know, try to get there at five, try to get there, you know, six. Yeah. Um for most people when you get there at that time, man, you gotta like you gotta find it in yourself. You really gotta find it. Because yeah. there's no point to go there. And just have a weak ass workout, and you know what I mean. Then you might as well wait till later. Sometimes, it is inevitable. <laughs> like, how it do I is. See this? Like, let's say you work out for a long time, right? There are gonna be days where you go in there and you really just feel like it wasn't hitting the right way. No, yeah, like, I'm saying you can do some crazy lifts or whatever, but it still won't feel. It just right. won't. 
you just always, don't have it. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, yeah, I could have did more. I could have did more. The reality of it, you couldn't have done more. But and at least you, you went. Have, you know what I'm saying? You just have to accept that this just wasn't a good day. And I've, I've had, a, I probably had a couple of those for sure over my time, you know, lifting. But that's why it's important to do things. And this is overall in life to do things, even when you don't feel like doing them. Very true. So you just keep up the consistency with it. And, you know, obviously on, I would say on like 30% of days or maybe even more, you're not, you're not going to feel a hundred percent. Something's going to happen emotionally. Something's going to happen physically. You just, you just won't have it. You're always going to be working or doing something. So you're going to be tired. Mm -hmm. That should never be an excuse to just be like, okay, only when I feel a hundred percent good and my emotions are perfect, Mm -hmm. then I can go do something that's difficult you should just do them regardless. That's how progress is really, you know, made. But yeah, but um, <laughs> back to that guy though. Um, we became friends after a while because I started giving him little things back to him. Mm-hmm. Oh man, looking good, man. You know, keep it going. And then we just keep going back and forth. And then randomly, I haven't seen him in months. I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like I've, I've been looking for him, man. But still breathing? <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I hope so, man. But yeah, but that's why it's important to kind of be a a positive energy like that. People, people will soak it up. Yeah, you gotta people. You can't underestimate how strong the mind is. You know, you definitely can't. It's like it's it's a super. Why are you doing that? No, no, no. no Continue, no. man. No, you about to laugh? <laughs> Continue, man. Continue, man. Uh-huh. You definitely can't underestimate how strong the mind is and how the necessary things you need to stay sane. You know, like um, what's what's the what's the name of that movie where um, Tom Hanks gets lost at sea? Castaway. Yeah, and he has that he has that volleyball. Wilbur. He, is it Wilbur? No, definitely not Wilbur. Wilson. They would say Wilbur sounds crazy. <laughs> I say Wilbur. But yeah, it's it's like it's super necessary and um. If you're if you're somebody that's you know let's say you're you you brag about being antisocial, I'm begging you to get a social life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, that is an like, amazing point. Like yeah, I need you to talk to people. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I promise you, you you will perform better. The sun will be brighter. You yes. know what I'm saying? It's winter right now, but you start seeing leaves on trees. <laughs> or like the people that say, "Oh, I don't really talk much because I don't like people." Yeah, I. Think that is just the most. Might be the guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think that's such a silly statement to say. It's, you don't like a, people. It's a bit abstract. Is it? Is it you don't like people, or is it maybe you're not good at relationships with people? I'm thinking that's more like what it is. You're not good at talking to people. Not like saying you don't like people. Talk, talk to a doctor, Phil. Oh, <laughs> no, it's completely true. Okay, is, yeah, so you're telling sense. me, you're telling me, just out of every person you've met, you just don't like people. Or is it the people that you're surrounding yourself with mm. that you've been around, that you choose to be around? Those are the people it, you don't like. It could, yes, it could be a lack of exposure. But Or, yeah. I mean, you know, they could have a tough... But a lot of people, a lot of people like to, um, you know, how do, how do I say this? Excuses. It's, it's, the, it's the, the cage or the walls that you build. Yeah, that limitations. Your, that become your prison. Yeah. So mm. you definitely have to um, try your best not to be so defensive. Or else you just you're just excluding yourself from happiness. Yes, like there's so many there's so I want to stay on this for a little bit. The, there's so many um, limitations that other people put on you. So absolutely, absolutely makes zero sense that you're another person that's mm-hmm. adding these limitations to yeah. yourself. There's so many people that are going to tell you you can't do something. So you have to be your one yes mm-hmm. versus a hundred no's. You know what I mean? You yeah. have to be the one person, the only person that will say yes, because then consistently you'll know. Okay, no matter what anybody else thinks, I will know that I I can do this one thing because mm-hmm. I know that I believe in myself yeah. all the time. I'm the one, you know, yes, that I always have. It just <laughs> it's necessary. Yeah. yeah, it's super necessary. And it's like um kind of so I know I know mental health. I've had, you know, my fair share of things mm-hmm. mentally, but what I've kind of learned over time is what you tell yourself is what you are. Same thing, kind of what you were saying before with the the drill started. This is a little bit different because you you know it's more mental. But mm-hmm. um, 
for example, I I saw this video one time about this guy posting this crazy morning routine where he like went to the gym, then you know he meditated, then he took you know um, cold shower, then he read books, and then he you know did something else and made this like beautiful breakfast, and then he went and worked, and then he worked some more, and it was like this amazing morning routine. And in the comments, mm-hmm. somebody said. I would, but my depression or like I would, but my anxiety and those comments always strike me the wrong way because it's like, <clears throat> obviously I'm not. No. Like those, those comments. Okay, like obviously I know that. <laughs> obviously I know that mental health is an extremely, extremely serious thing. Yeah. <laughs> but it just makes it even worse when you're just flat out telling yourself you're depressed, or you have anxiety. It's like, you're you're giving yourself these limitations. Like you said, you're building your own mm. prison with yeah. with the walls that you're putting up. Um. For. For those those thoughts like that, like the ones that you limit yourself truly like that, where you're just like, there's no way I'm able to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like those those out, kind yeah. of thoughts. Yes, that's that's the most. It's the it's the negative thoughts that are the easiest to manifest. Yeah, you know, so to easy. make reality. Yeah, so you definitely have to fight through that and just be like, I'm not gonna limit myself for sure. But I saw it in myself. Like I I grew up. With just this horrible anxiety mm-hmm. and, you know, depression at times. And, you know, I, I would always think like, man, why can't I just be comfortable yeah. socially? Why can't I be comfortable? I just always felt uncomfortable. It's a horrible feeling mm-hmm. to just constantly feel uncomfortable in every situation. Like socially or just like even by yourself, you're just uncomfortable. But depression is pretty hard for me. I'm going to be honest. I'm an optimist. So. Yeah. And I was dumb when I was younger. So I was too dumb to be depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even think about it. I didn't even like, know what depression meant. Let's yeah. say like let's say my favorite fish died. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'd be sad. I'm not depressed though. Like I'm yeah. coming right out of this shit. Like yeah. look, as soon as I fish down the toilet in twenty four hours, <laughs> He's all right. I'm a new man. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's just that's how I was yesterday's news. Yeah. Literally, so I I I've I've I had the I didn't have the ability to like hold on. To things I couldn't And like even to this yeah. day It's a struggle for me Let's say I get my heart broken I, I am gonna be heartbroken I'm, I'm gonna shed a couple tears Or whatever But It's not gonna last As long as it would For somebody else I'm gonna come out it's of it It's a good thing though You know It is a good thing Kind of I mean If, if, if ignorance is bliss You know <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, For sure I, It's just not I just, I just lack that ability To you know, and, 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 and that that kind of interferes with my ability to. Um, what do you call it when you kind of. It's like you don't understand the way someone else's feels like compassion. Empathy. I don't know what to call it, but I lack the ability to. Kind feel, of feel for other people. Yeah, that's empathy. So it's you like, lack empathy. Yeah. So it's like. You know, I just, so like you, you can tell me the worst day of your life. You better bet the guy I was smiling. I don't like smiling. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, yeah, don't come to Dante with super <laughs> serious stuff. It's not going to make it yeah. clear. It's just not. I'm, I'm, I, try as I may. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're just you sitting know? there like your face is getting red because you're just holding in the laugh. <laughs> I mean, you might turn red. <laughs> I realized as soon as I said that. Does his face turn red? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh. yeah. I was like, I've yet to see a brother turn red. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, so you're an optimist. Mm-hmm. I guess I had to learn to be an optimist. And kind of what I was saying before was like, you know, you know, with people telling themselves their own limitations. Mm-hmm. I found in my own personal journey that that's exactly what I was doing. I was telling myself, okay, you know, you have such anxiety. I would even tell other people, oh, I can't do that. I have anxiety. Like, it's, so, it's such a silly 
thing to do to yourself and it's like you're just you know you're just putting yourself deeper in the hole you know than than you know maybe telling yourself the opposite and i know it's easier said than done but i i did it myself you know what i mean and it's like the more things that we tell ourselves we can't do then you know the more things that we that we can't do mm-hmm. so no <laughs> the, come on <laughs> 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 said the most, uh, most obvious the more thing. things we tell us that we can't do <laughs> we can't do <laughs> the more things that, <laughs> that was funny though <laughs> <laughs> no it's super obvious but it's true it's you true know? super true sometimes you know you can't see what's right in front of you so yeah oh my god no I, I was just thinking so you, <laughs> we were talking about how you, you feel like you have lack of empathy yeah what about it <laughs> Oh, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> every story, I'm opening myself up to you. <laughs> so every story he's ever told me <laughs> about something tragic in his life, I've always looked at him and gone, "Well, I'm an optimist." <laughs> no, it wasn't even that. I just be like, "Yeah, that never happened to me." <laughs> yeah, never happened to me. Well, that's nice, Dante. <laughs> that's nice, man. Well, I guess it's like it's. At least you know it's true. Yeah, no, but I don't. I don't think anything of it because I'm like, yeah, you know what? He really just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> That's fine. He cares about other things. No, yeah. Yeah, but it's better than it's. It is truly better than being over. Over I mean, sympathetic and emotional because that's you, yeah. how I am. You know well, what I mean? My point being, you do know I care. You know, yeah. What I'm saying? It's just you just can't show it. It's not. I don't know if I can't show it, but yeah. I don't know how to describe you it. You can't show it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you right now. <laughs> no, but um, it's like I, t- I tell you the worst worst story I have in my head, like my Man. deepest, most sad story, and you're just like, "Well, didn't happen to me." <laughs> so yeah. Oh it's my so funny. god. <laughs> <laughs> 